Hello, and welcome to the outpost. I am your metaphysical. I will be in charge of your evening. I hear you are going to join the talkers. Of course, they are in the back already. If you are on the bit of the side, I would recommend you turn your caboose around and go. Because we do not have time for your childish games here in my establishment. Now the last proprietor had an issue with the Palpatine and was taken care of, but of course I respect her not very much. Don't, you know, don't ask about my political beliefs, I do what I want. Um, of course, um, I've gone off the rails. I digress. They're in the back. The Sitokers are there. Please bring them their drink on the way. I very much appreciate it. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Sith and Jedi, rebel scum and loyal to the Empire, this is Sith Talk the Show, where we talk about all things Star Wars from all parts of the galaxy. I am your pilot and racer extraordinaire, Sammy B. Joining me as always, he is the Lord of Lord, Zach Christmas. Zach, it has been too long. How are you doing? I'm actually doing very good. Um, and I've said I've done good for a lot of episodes of Sith Talk, and, you know, it's primarily true, but... Me and Brandon had had a pretty deep conversation about relationships, failure, success, and it brought more emotion in losing, you know, friends, not, you know, in death, but just in life. Um, And I had to look at my outlook on life, and it wasn't just that conversation with him, but it was many other conversations with people that I realized I had to turn a page in the way that I look at the world, look at people, look at life, not in a, um, like a way that is, um, not genuine to my point of view, but just change my chapter. I had let bitterness in my relationships in life get the best of me. And it was really weird because I had these conversations and I've actually had uh, fellow people who listen to Sith Talk reach out, guy, I'm talking to you, and um, kind of say, hey, man, you know, I'm, I'm here for you and stuff like that. And that stuff is always amazing to hear from people. But I had to do it within, and I'm really turning a new page. So when I say I'm doing great, I'm actually doing pretty great in life. Sam, what about you? Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, you know, just, just to not brush off what you were saying, you know, it's it's so important to, you know, um, look at ourselves, look at what we're really thinking and what's really motivating us. And so I'm glad that, um, you know, we we so automatically say things, you know, how are you doing? And it's always like, I'm good or well, you know, and, um, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm glad that you've um, you've had that time to sort of think and reassess and realign because it's so important to do so that that makes me happy but it goes but it goes without um sometimes you don't even realize you know it it just becomes a mentality that you have and it you know you get around the right or the wrong people and it it makes sense why you feel the way you do and you know i still think with these relationships that i'm right but I let that bitterness that they aren't even thinking about get to me. They're not thinking about what they've done to me or how they've wronged to me. So why am I spending so much energy in my life letting that get to me? And it's it's really weird. Like, you know, I, I'm sure everybody struggles with mental health. Me, I'm 
I'm pretty consistent until I'm not. And when I'm not, it's weird um, and it's not natural for me. Um, but my the thing about mental health sometimes is you don't even realize you're where you're at until someone points it out to you. And for me, I, I just uh, I had let a mentality and a way of thinking and a narrative not political narrative social narrative literally just your own culture cultural like footsteps every day narrative get into my own head and it really changed me for a long time and i i just i really had to look at that so it, it is it's very different when you actually take the page you read the page of what's going on you take a hard look at your life and you realize hey I need to change some something like the people that I'm reading in the comic books are the heroes that I aspire to be they're not like that and I'm not like that naturally but I've been like that so it's uh it's it's very relieving to try and turn the page right well let's turn that page um more about you let's get into you homie right, right, yeah right. I'm let's sorry. get into you <laughs> no man I just I wasn't ready to to go deep to go deep in the pain but I'm, I'm again I have had a problem not a problem I haven't been able to like listen to anything which is I guess a good problem to have recently at work um I've been finally getting to do like um, more on camera work which is it's great I've been getting a lot more busy I've been doing a lot more that's like I, I don't know how many people know you know listening to this my, my personal life with stuff but I, I work at a, a product photography and videography studio where I was doing a lot of stuff more behind the scenes of preparing sets and and helping the people who were filming and photographing stuff and now I'm actually getting to do more of the on-camera stuff which is great but it is like so cut down on podcast and audiobook time I think I have six audible credits I have to do something with um that I'm backed up on and like I there's so many books I've been listening to which again um you, you know you, you talk about like trying to figure out priorities it's, it's funny like now um it, it's hard to like it, I'm like okay now I, I'm I'm more mentally getting drained from work now where I used to just kind of be like okay I'm ready to like come back home and um work on some stuff that mentally like kind of stimulates me where now I'm like oh shit you know now I'm really really you know tired in a mental sense but um so that's been good um it's been challenging i'll say that it, it's been good to be challenged in a new way um i mean since we're go we're going a lot more deeper than i thought we were going to just like right away i was going to tell you about like the racing league and you know how my season's been crap until last week where i actually had a seventh place finish sith hawk actually got the w with uh william calhoun in the 99 scoring the win on the bristol dirt track uh you should go watch that at captain tv uh, on youtube um but, you know, I have found I have actually really struggled to get back into the group with the, you know, we're, we're getting so close to being out of, I, I hope that we're getting so close to being out of the, the COVID times that I realize how much it actually stresses me out and how social interactions have become a lot harder than I thought they were going to be. Because I, again, I was a very social individual and now I'm like, oh man, I'm not that I don't want it. It's it's like, it's one of those things where I, I get very nervous to go do stuff now. And it's funny, I was never that way before. I mean, we all were affected and changed by what the pandemic did to us. But I mean, you know, 
if we're going to be serious right away in this podcast, just talking about you know, mental health and our, our successes and our struggles and the adjustments we need to make, I'll, I'll tell you what, it's been interesting trying to plan out more stuff because it stresses me out. <laughs> like I was looking at my calendar of all the things I'd like to try and do and want to do. And I, I it makes me very anxious and it's, it's a weird phenomenon in both I mean, it's good that there's so many people I'm excited to see and try and do stuff with, but man, now I am, I'm stressed about it because it's like, haven't done stuff in so long, how do I do this? So, um, I mean, I guess, you know, talking more seriously, personally, um, that's been a unique new struggle as we come back into, again, hopefully, God, God, hopefully, you know, hopefully the winter is still good when it comes because you know summer things usually are a little easier to do stuff outside um but that's been a new a new thing that i've been sort of figuring out about myself and trying to readjust and rebalance because you know we we change as individuals as we you know grow and things happen to us but um you know again i i can't wait to see you and i can't wait to see other friends who i haven't seen for ever but I would not lie that it's funny now having to think about these things and how much it just stresses me the fuck out. <laughs> but why does it stress you out? Um, is it uh, just because of COVID reasons or of lackluster social ability after a year shut out? I mean, like, what? No, what is a, it? I mean, the, the COVID stuff aside, um, you know, I think that's that's not it. I think a lot of it comes down to, um, and I've talked to my therapist about this. Um, guys if you can get it if again i understand you know financial challenges can sometimes affect your ability to access to therapy but if you feel you can afford it totally recommend it therapists are great go do it okay that's my soapbox um <laughs> no that's um, important i think a lot of it is um you know fear fear of messing it up fear of like you haven't you know, you feel like it's been so long. Do you remember how to do things? You know, like, oh, what happens when the conversation stalls? It's funny. It's all these social things that I always feel like I do pretty good at. Um, but it's like, I remember um, my mom had cancer through all of this. And it was very stressful being, you know, trying to figure out times to see her safely. And she's done. She, she beat cancer. And um, Hell yes, fuck yes. yes. Keep it's, going. Um, and which is it's wonderful. I mean, but it was it was so strange and weird to be um, with so much going on, being on the outside. Also, my sister got pregnant during COVID, so like all these things happened, and like we've been doing stuff, and it's like it's this weird pressure of it's been so like again, like it just it feels like you haven't flexed the so muscle. Yeah, and uh, not only that, but like I I think I I used to be a person where. I would mentally struggle when I didn't have social contact with people. I was very much an extreme extrovert. And over COVID, I got very comfortable with myself. And then I realized I get stressed out around, like, sometimes around people. It's, it's again, I think a lot of it is, like, this weird performance anxiety. You know what I mean? Where it felt natural before, but now it's been so long um, that you feel like you forgot how to do everything. I think that's a lot of it. It's, like, you just feel like you... You, you're, you're, it's like, it's like going on a date for the first time with someone. You know what I mean? Like, granted, I've been with my wife for many, many, many years now. So, um, 
I can't tell you the first time I've been on, you know, I only had one sort of girlfriend before my current wife, so I haven't done many first dates, but um, <laughs> I think that's a lot of it. And it's like, I'm so excited to go like you, especially like you're top of the list of people. I just need to see. I freaking and- hope so. Cause God dang it, dude, I and miss I- you. <laughs> and it's like, you talk about people being like, you know, Hey, you know, it's, it's, it's a, so much of like, everyone was going through such a hard time and we're also going through hard times. Like, are you like, are we doing enough? I know this guys, I promise this is a star Wars podcast, but star Wars covers a lot of things. So, <laughs> um, uh, I, I think that's a lot of it. I'm, I think the more stuff happens, the easier it will get. I just think a lot of it now, especially with like summer being here, you know, there's, there's that, there's always that summer rush of like, oh, summer's here. What concert are you going to? What race are you going to? What game are you going to? And it's like quadruple that now. I think it's a lot of just pressure. I think it's pressure. This weird notion of, oh, it's here. You have to make the most of it. Well, and also, you know, you're combusting with social uh, stuff happening now. You know, yeah. um, for me, it kind of seemed like not. I mean, I was watching the numbers. I'm very aware of the news and like the uh the COVID numbers and stuff like that. But like, at least where I'm at in Indiana, it just kind of seemed like out of nowhere. Okay. We're not doing masks. If you're vaccinated, everything's good. We stopped. And then like, at least in Indiana and the circle of people that I have in my social media, whether we're friends or not, whatever, it just kind of like went away, uh, out of nowhere. And it, it was kind of just like, Oh, okay. So, I mean, I'm vaxxed, my wife's vaxxed, my whole family's vaxxed, stuff like that. So, I mean, like, we're we're pretty protected, but it, it just kind of felt like, oh, so we're actually bouncing back now, at least in Indiana. I'm not saying other places. Um, and it was like, okay, so I need to start making the most of this? Okay. And, and to full disclosure, I mean, I had a pretty tight circle of friends Uh, A couple of friends around here that we all pretty much were very aware of our situation, our movement, our tracking, what we were doing. And when we would hang out, we were kind of in what, you know, the COVID era calls as our bubble. I had a pretty good bubble. And so I was able to flex a lot of my social stuff. And through D&D, I online with friends who I couldn't see um, or maybe were, you know, didn't want to do in-person stuff i was able to flex that muscle but now it just seems like wow we might actually be getting out of this so now it's time to start going out and do stuff and for me it's relieving you know um i've been waiting for these moments at uh, at a lot of times because throughout covid you know, I would always message you and say, Hey man, you know, do whatever you want to do. I want you to be safe. I want you to be happy, stay healthy, keep your family healthy, stuff like that. But like when, if you want to hang out, hang out. And we hung out like once, but you know, it definitely feels like hope is on the horizon and that can bring a lot of things for a lot of people out there. Oh yeah. And again, you know, again, everyone, I know this is a Star Wars podcast. Um, I think it's funny you, you use the word hope, and hope is such a. It's you think a scary, yeah, and, and the funny thing about hope is that it is almost a scary word because hope involves believing, thinking, are things actually going to get better? Because I think for so long, you know. Okay, wow, we're just going to get deep right now. Okay, you know, for so long, um, it just felt like things weren't going to get better. You know, um, COVID started, 
and I learned my mom got cancer and then my grandmother died um, and I, I barely got to see her for it like I saw that you know the day when she passed and then I had a friend unexpectedly die it's just like so much shit happens so quick it's so easy to not want to be hopeful because it's easier that way but um no we we need to be hopeful and we need to believe and we need to always hold on to that because you know now it's you know it's it's sunny out and the sun's great god i've missed the sun um i've got a wonderful new nephew who i'm finally getting to see more and visit with and it's, it's fun so and i get to do sith talk with you and so I, I, eventually we will talk about star wars stuff i know um but zach and i haven't gotten to talk enough um but I, I'm excited to do stuff, and it's it's scary to be hopeful because it makes you a little bit vulnerable and open to being kind of. If you keep yourself down, it's easier to not feel let down. You know what I mean? Where I'm I'm excited to feel uplifted again. Well, and I mean when you look at Star Wars, um, you know, um, to take what we're talking about right now and apply a little bit of star Wars and keep continuing with the deep discussion. Cause I'd like to think, you know, the, the best part about being in clashing sabers is there's a lot of star Wars content. So for those of you that are listening, there are multiple shows. You guys follow clashing sabers. You're listening to us. And you know, sometimes you get these flavorful episodes that will eventually talk about star Wars, but talk about something else. And I think it's important to, relate with humans that's part of podcasting that i really love it's just relating and talking about different things that kind of all make us human and and you know one of those things we've all kind of been through some form of our own ringer in the last year and it feels good to see that sun go up because i've definitely felt that sun go up in the last couple weeks alone um and while I I tried to stay hopeful throughout the COVID thing, you know, dealing with it however I dealt with it, always reaching out, but like trying to like be there for my buddies who are really struggling or like, you know, any any kind of way I could. I try to keep hope for myself and that hope is different for everybody else and that's what makes this last year so much different, but it also we all went through our own battle with the empire. You know, you call COVID uh, pandemic, which it is. Um, we lost a lot of people. And so when Leia says hope, I mean, I've lost people. She says hope, you know, what is that? What is, what does that mean? And what did it mean for the rebel Alliance? I mean, they were up against the wall too. And you know, it, it's not always just armies matching your army, your military. It's about matching your mind and your willpower and I think everybody's been in their own kind of deadlock of trying to find that light at the end of the tunnel and that is what makes Star Wars has always been a very heightened version of real life obviously there are soldiers that actually go to war that love Star Wars and it means so much to them there are plenty of other people that see Star Wars as something different. I've always looked at Star Wars as a very heightened version of everyday life for people. Good and bad choices, decisions made, hope on the horizon, and despair that that you can either succumb to or overcome. And it's very easy to get into that mind state 
But when hope is on the horizon, you have to take the charge and go with it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. No, it's... I know this wasn't what... It's funny. We we had a couple ideas for what this episode was going to be about. But, you know, you think about different characters in Star Wars and how they handle loss and challenges and you know I don't want to say what's right and what's wrong but you know what's what's the exact word I'm looking for um how how people take on the challenge you know I I I still think one of the most interesting novels that's no longer canon which I'm very 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 excited to see what they do about it in live action is the Kenobi book. It's no longer canon. It's a Legends book. Love and that book. So much of that book is Obi-Wan trying to play it cool. And Obi-Wan not wanting to get hurt. And Obi-Wan trying to keep people sort of at arm's length. And people being like, hey, you're, you know, why are you being this way? Why are you being this way? And um, I'm totally spacing on the the main female protagonist's name because it's been a while since I've listened to it. I forget her name too. Doing bad. But like, there's this one moment later in the book where she almost gets Obi-Wan to like fully open up about, he goes like, you know, there was a bad thing that happened and I should have stopped it. I should have like, and like that mantle almost cracks of Obi-Wan's composure and how, you know, you know, was, was what he was doing, trying to, you know, how he handled his grief right or wrong. Um, and how we all handle grief and how we all handle challenges. You know, some people say that Yoda should have done more by being more active in the rebellion and not hiding away. But like in his sense, I sometimes get that weird feeling of like the safest thing you can do for someone else. You know, Yoda in any capacity would have been a um, target number one if they would have known he was out there. And so his isolation was in a weird sense, like for the safety of others, you know, when the time was right, he was able, (laughs) granted, it's funny. He was almost reluctant to help Luke when the time came, but um, I'm just, you know, this is so off the rails and I'm excited to see where we go with this, but like what, and Leia, okay, you're gonna need to jump in and stop me if I'm gonna keep rambling, but like, you know, especially Leia, I think again, they explore her and her mental struggles and her confidence and beliefs of like this woman had everything happen to her and yet she was still that rock for people through so many struggles and I think we all deal with things differently and it's what makes these Star Wars characters um, way more human whether they're alien or not I always I always say human because there is humanity in these sentient beings that are aliens and they all deal with this stuff different, much like isolation in a COVID world. How do you deal with it? You know, some people, it takes a little bit more time like Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi. And honestly, after isolation, after the COVID year, not knowing who's okay with what, how to navigate a relationship around so-and-so, and this one is that it's very easy to kind of like shut down and kind of be in your own head. And Luke ends up becoming the hero when it, when it really calls for it because he is a hero, but other people deal with things different. And it's what makes that line. 
from a certain point of view, which me and Brandon talked about a little bit last time, but not in the same sense, it makes it a little bit more real. All these characters in Star Wars, all of you listening, Sam, me, and you, we dealt the last year differently. And some of us had a harder time. Actually, I wouldn't say some of us had a harder time than others. I would say some of us dealt with things that internal struggle differently than others as to me you know scrambling to try and talk to friends to remain to keep those relationships no matter what I mean like I had a best friend who you know didn't feel comfortable seeing me in person and you know we we didn't know at the very beginning so we held our relationship by streaming movies together on discord and trying to find different things to like try and hang out and Everybody deals with these situations differently. And from a Star Wars podcasting point of view, we always dissect them. One of those points last episode was like kind of, you know, there's a there's an argument that Obi-Wan might have been the worst, one of the worst Jedis because of how he handled Anakin, because he how he handled the situation but at the end of the day, he got the job done with Luke, which ended up saving the uh, the galaxy. And I think the phrase from a certain point of view is powerful, especially in a hopefully, it's not safe to say post-COVID world yet, but like an upswing COVID world right now. Everybody dealt things with a certain point of view, and that's what makes our Star Wars characters very powerful when I'm going through bitterness I think I opened up uh, the last episode with Brandon saying I could very easily see how Anakin felt the way he felt being how I feel at that current time and even dealing with what I've dealt now I understand how bitterness jealousy um, and wrongful thinking can consume you I can see that maybe not in the sense of killing children and killing Jedi and you know wiping out entire people it again these Star Wars characters are a very heightened sense of our own reality and that's what George Lucas wanted when he made it but it is true I I can see why he did that I can see why Luke threw the lightsaber against all odds or I'm trying to you know I think that's part of my chapter being turned in my life is why the hell would he throw away his only weapon? It was because his inspiration was more powerful. And everybody deals with this post-COVID world or almost post-COVID world or trying to be post-COVID world, whatever your terminology is, differently. And I think that's what makes these characters... Actually, I would say these characters are more relatable having had isolation, having had seen friends deal with it differently than I have not saying I'm right or wrong or they're right or wrong everybody deals with situations differently yeah no it's it's such a good point and it's funny you brought up the the tossing of the lightsaber and um, I think it was Brandon who posted it it was the the side by side clips of Luke standing over Vader and standing over um Ben Solo holding the lightsaber and you know I think one thing that's 
that's that's interesting but also challenging is you know the things that we struggle with are what we struggle with and so much of life is not only you know fighting whatever our personal struggle may be um anxiety anger um stress depression you know we we face these things every day and sometimes we we have good times and we have upswings and we have down ticks and just because um things come and go doesn't mean that we're we're failures and it's funny uh, what you, you talk about the humanity of characters and i know that that moment where luke looked like he was going to you know everyone's like oh you my ben has a bad dream and then luke wants to kill him it's like again this is a, i don't know what can be off the rails more than what the conversation we're having is um it's magic keep going but um but like he in that moment you know that's 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 those demons that we face every day whatever that may be for you you know we don't we don't just beat these things it is a constant struggle that we must face it is the pull of light and dark within ourselves and you know that moment is so poignant because you know we think about how luke skywalker is the hero because he is but luke is again human in, in the sense of emotion he is human and you know we as people it isn't it is not that we beat something once and it's done. You know, we we fight these things, whatever they may be, you know, anxiety. Some people just want their anxiety to go away. They want to be able to enjoy things and not be afraid. Or um, maybe they're, they, they have uh, whatever mental thing you may struggle with. Um, the challenge is that a lot of these things just follow us. And for Luke, that fear of loss must have been immense. And, you know, I think about my personal fear of loss. You know, um, even before COVID, I had one rocky year where, like, in quick succession, you know, I, I tore my ACL. Again, that's a recovery. You, It's an injury you can recover from. But um, you, can re- you can recover from pretty easily. Like, I live a normal life now. But in that moment, it, it was that loss of mobilization. Um followed by I got laid off, followed by and again, I'm a car person, surprise I crashed my, a car I'd always dreamed of owning and follow that up with then, you know COVID where, you know, it was the loss of just our lives, the loss of a year, and then you think about Luke's perspective, you know, this is someone who really did lose a lot over his life and had to fight tooth and nail for it, so any challenge to that of course you go into that mode, that, that fight or flight mode. And the scary thing is, is that those, those, those emotions still can have damage to people. What you say, what you do have ramifications. And it's a, it's a challenging and scary thing because I'm not excusing, you know, Luke's character in that moment because, you know, we saw the damage it did to Ben his trust issues he had later on in life because, again, in the Leia novel and, um, oh boy, what was the other book? I don't know, they dive into the fact of where... Bloodline. Thank you, sir. Um, you know, they didn't tell Ben because they were afraid 
of ruining this beautiful thing, and yet look what it did. Um, you know, this is a this is the big challenge, and the beauty of Star Wars. This is the beauty of Star Wars is that it's a big challenge to try and stay in the right emotional state, because damn, it's hard. Damn, it's hard. It's not always easy. And, um, you know, when it comes to letting your mind get there, and, you know, we're talking about people dealing with things in different certain ways. I mean, I could very easily see, and I might get backlash for this, but I'm going to say it because I think it's actually accurate. I think you're talking early stages of COVID, last year, early March, whatever. Whenever that, to me, it felt like the first week of March was when stuff really started hitting the fan. You could easily see a Han Solo archetype be like, oh, COVID, smorgasbord, stuff like that. And you can see Han just kind of shrugging it off, in my opinion, until it got real. And, and people kind of... Han very much ignored, to me, the levity of the actual threat of the Empire until he was in the thick of it. And only in the thick of it did he realize... I actually need to do something about this. Now, Han has always had a facade, but he actually realized he needed to do something about it. It took him a little bit longer. Leia was always in the thick of it. So she was always around it, and she knew she had to press through, and she lost a lot of people, and that weighs on her as well. Luke was very much hope on the horizon until he had seen the dark side of that the balance of what you lose when you make those um, big decisions. And I think that's what really held him up with Ben. He kind of had to pause. That's why he ignites the lightsaber and stops because he has that PTSD of something he's already experienced. He's already went through. He doesn't know how to handle it. He thinks he handled it possibly right. But then it settles in. And I think a lot of us are on that same page where that lightsaber ignites. No matter what stance you were on last year, no matter what stance you are in your life right now, we're all igniting that lightsaber and trying to assess if igniting it was the right decision at all and how we deal with the fallout of those decisions. Um, When you look at characters that see the writing on the see the writing on the wall it like a Qui-Gon or an Ahsoka it doesn't necessarily take away from Yoda you know you, you have to look at Yoda as well in a situation Yoda very much believed in the Jedi he believed in that ideal wow his his council his people were internally corrupting based on the fact that they couldn't communicate. He still believed in that ideal, but it took a hard look. It took all of his people being wiped out to realize, hey, maybe we need a new approach to this. Maybe I'm not dealing with this right. It took Obi-Wan seeing the failure of Anakin burning on Mustafar to realize his mistakes. It takes time to realize these things. And I think the best 
not the best part about last year, but we all deal with things completely differently or completely different than other people. And I, I that doesn't, I mean, obviously there's evil. Obviously there's people who are just being ignorant and, and completely letting go the humanity aspect of it. They're looking at the numbers. Oh, COVID didn't take away that much people. Oh, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, less than the flu, this, that, and whatever. There are people like that, but there are also people that are trying to just run through their head of how to go through that. And there's different avenues of how to go from that. There's different approaches. And that's not even a COVID thing. There's, it's not even a COVID thing. It's actually a, a way of life thing. We all take different avenues in life. And it's what makes Obi-Wan, his struggles and his, maybe his character flaws. Yoda, maybe his character flaws. Luke, maybe his character flaws. And Leia and Han, you know, it's, they really spell out that they're not the greatest parents. And they're not, it's not like they're not trying to be the greatest parents. They are. It's just their avenues of life and how they're handling things that lead to Ben feeling a certain type of way. They're all trying to deal with this situation. Whether it's COVID, whether it's war, whether it's the economic state of the USA right now or the world. We're all trying to deal with these certain circumstances. And we're trying to figure out what it all means and, and push through this weird question called life. And we're doing it differently. But the difference is, especially with Leia, actually almost primarily with Leia, it's the ability to fail, but the persistence of hoping for a better day. Yeah, I mean, I was just, I was just thinking, you know, comparing differences of characters who quote unquote did it right versus did it wrong. I don't I think mean, anybody I, does it right. Right. I, I was. <clears throat> we can all. I don't want to say adjust, but you know, we we can all do better. Sounds so you know aspirational or, or whatever. I, and I I think it's one thing where it's so critical to be like you know, it's okay when you don't do something right because well, let me let me say that again. Um, I'm not saying don't try. That that is not what I'm going for. But like when we feel like we didn't succeed at whatever we're aiming to accomplish or do and that frustration or or disappointment that can come with it you know there's no shame in that we didn't be perfect all the time or things didn't go perfectly or, or like oh i was cheated in this way like those those feelings are are real but man i have i i i, I had something here I, I was gonna talk about you know the amount of times you, you, know, you talked about um Leia's approach and the amount of times where things had to go wrong and how frustrating and discouraging and disappointing and how easily it could have been to fall into anger with that. And that makes the she, dark side more real. Exactly. And how she was able to get through that as a character and what's inspirational about that. And on the flip side where Anakin who had very, 
very realistic and very justified reasons to be frustrated, to be angry, and how those things were not handled right. And the importance of... It's, it is easy, and I know... I think I'm kind of still in this state right now. I'm pretty much out of it. But it was easy when everything around you was getting really stressful and really hard to feel like you couldn't handle anymore and that you just couldn't see anymore. And I feel like for Anakin, you know, the struggles of how, you know, he was separated from his mother and how he knew she was still a slave and the, the, the frustration that must have come with that and the amount of the, uh, the ability that he didn't feel he could bring that up because again you talked about Han and, and Leia not being good parents I think this it's a, it's a perfect lesson in parenting is just hard you know very much like god you, you can try your best and how you don't even realize that what you're doing doesn't work for them right yes and, you know, again, that is that is really... I know people say Star Wars doesn't have eloquent writing or, or that it's all just lasers and swords and ships, but so much of what makes Star Wars great is when you boil it down, it's a very real... I don't want to call it simplified. Concentrated examples of things we all struggle with in life um anakin and the frustration of being set up to be uh the chosen one huge pressures on us and not being able to release those pressures and um not feel i don't want to say not 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 feel um justify but i feel like anakin had a lot heaped on him for pressures and responsibilities and expectations where he was still just kind of a weird kid and teenager trying to figure out what he's doing with all these unnatural powers obi-wan the 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 parent the the bigger brother who had to struggle with the failures of you know i thought i was doing things right and look how wrong it went and leia the i must be strong for others because if they see me struggle then they won't be able to succeed and to not allow her self-grace and, and relief from the pressures of being a leader. These are things we live with. And I feel that because when it comes to me, you know, when I say that I could see where Anakin went, I'm saying that I can see where somebody gets into it. And I'm not saying I can see where somebody just starts mass genocide I'm saying I can see where somebody gets so desperate that they reach to a third party because their current party isn't giving them the answers that they need you know much like that we've talked about this multiple times I've talked about it with multiple clashing sabers people the to me when Anakin turned as this is always for me concrete Anakin turned when he tried to reach out to Yoda And Yoda said, learn to let go of everything you've ever loved. He was like, okay, I can't do that. And I can't talk to you about the specifics of why. I can't talk to you. I I have to mask this health. And that's what's cool about the High Republic as well is in the stories that we've gotten so far, there's a lot of like, 
imperfections in these Jedi, but nobody's talking about it. And it's festering, but nobody's talking about it. And and that was very much Anakin. He just took a different path. And when COVID hit, I decided when everybody shut down, my world changed overnight. I decided, all right, I'm going to train my fucking balls off. I'm going to go into the gym, my dad's home gym. And I'm just going to like, I'm going to read about this stuff. I'm going to learn the science about it, the nutrition, everything about it. I'm just going to proceed, train, go as hard as I can, do everything I can. And it got me to through a certain amount of time until some of these real world problems. There was something that I couldn't out train because simply I had to make a, a call morally, uh, mentally within myself with the people surrounded by me and I let that bitterness eat me alive and I let it take me down a path that scared the hell out of me inside I mean like you you know my grandpa is one of the best guys ever he's 76 years old I love him to death one of my biggest idols growing up in life but he lived a crazy ass life full of alcoholism, um, absent, not holding a job um, because of the alcoholism. He was very much absent from his wife. He neglected his family. He bounced back eventually. It took him a long time, but there was a lot of anger there. And I always like deep down for a while there, I was like, man, I really feel like I am the next Terry Chrisman. I'm the rebirth of him. And I knew I was going down the avenue, but like, man, I just couldn't shake it. I could see the worldview, why you feel this way, and what makes you tick. But the difference between Anakin and Luke, to me, was seeing that avenue, dipping into that weight, and ultimately realizing that moral compass. This is not where I need to be. This is not who I am. This is not what I want to be. Anakin had chased that, that power, that, that ultimate, like I can stop anything and everything. He got desperate and he ignored the people around him. And he was kind of right to, in some respect. I mean, like you can kind of clearly see where he goes and why he feels that way. But at the end of the day, Anakin knew what was right and wrong. He still made the wrong choice. You don't go into a Jedi temple and wipe out a bunch of children. Uh, all the Jedi in that temple. Just to s possibly save your wife. You don't. And Luke had the throne handed to him. They, they both wanted it. Vader wanted him to be along his side. Palpatine wanted him along his side. And he threw that lightsaber away. And what really resonates with that scene with me now that I've had to take a hard look at my life is it's so much more powerful watching that scene of throwing it away. Because that lightsaber to me represents the baggage the baggage of, I am the son of Darth Vader. I am naturally, through this weird 
new Jedi thing where, you know, Anakin had a child, and that's why Luke was so powerful. I mean, he, he was just optimal. I'm throwing away the baggage of being the son of Darth Vader. I'm throwing away the baggage of this possible Imperial throne. I'm throwing away the baggage of winning this fight because I could kill you. I could try to kill you, Palpatine. I could really take this thing and kill my father and try and wipe you out too. But throwing it away? Man, that scene means so much more to me now than even three weeks ago. Because when you throw it away, you eliminate that baggage. That lightsaber, to me now, every time I think about that scene, that is throwing away the baggage and everything that you've been holding on to and all these expectations. What does Luke want to do? He wants to be a starfighter. He wants to see the galaxy. He wants to win. He wants to be a hero. He wants to see every single planet that he possibly can and live a bigger life. Until he realizes his actual burden that he has to face. And when he throws that lightsaber away, he says, this is who I am. I, You failed. You're not going to get me today. This has been weighing on me for far too long. You're not getting me now. I stand my ground based on my merits, not my weapon. And that's powerful. That's powerful in life because we all have that lightsaber that we're holding on to in life that we can't seem to let go because we might get killed if we throw it away. And when we hold on to it, the longer it becomes a source of coping. It becomes a source of um, anger, bitterness, um, defense, fear. Fear is very powerful in everyday life, even if you're not going to go wipe out a bunch of kids. It's very it's very scary to let go of these things. Let go of everything you fear to lose. And he does it. Which is actually genius of George Lucas. Because I just put that two and two together. Let go of everything you fear to lose. And he throws it away. He fucking throws it away. And he says, this is who I am based on my own merits. What are you going to do? And based on his own merits, he inspired other people to do better whether you look at the Bible, let your light so shineth before men. That's the most powerful verse in the Bible to me, whether you're Christian, not Christian, agnostic, it means if you have a powerful light, it will shine. If you have an aura of goodness, that not confidence, not trying to show your confidence to make up for your insecurities, but just generally leading based on your moral code in your life, that's powerful. You know what? Damn. This has been a really good show. <laughs> and I think I found the way that I'd like to wrap it up. You, I think each of us had our own battle we had to face through all of this. You know, and, and the funny thing is, is that life does, you know, it keeps going on. And we have to keep facing new challenges every day. And. You know, you talk about the poignance and the beauty of that scene where he, you know, throws that lightsaber away and lets go. <laughs> I, th- I think the Luke scene I need to take to heart when um, 
when thinking about what I need to do next is <laughs> it's actually from The Last Jedi and um, it's the scene where Luke shows up you know sure yes it was a, a force vision projection but you know I know that for all of when COVID was going on, the big scare was my, my wife worked at a hospital. She did. I was, you know, when a lot of people were, now granted some people lost work um, or were able to work, you know, safely. My, my wife worked at a hospital. They were, you know, short on PPE for a while. Um, not PPE, um, you know, like personal protection, you know, masks, you know, visors, that kind of stuff. And our way of helping others my mom with cancer my, my sister who is pregnant was to to stay away because we just didn't know and where where for you the throwing the lightsaber away is that that big moment where you need to view that and use it as your launching point to go forward for me it's when luke comes back because i mean i know for me you know you talk about why is is it hard to see people i know a lot of it is that i was just so anxious with stuff going on with myself i felt like i couldn't take on the burden of others i just felt like i couldn't and it's important to be there for other people because having that person you can you can trust on and lean on and um help is so important and you know when luke shows up at the and the last jedi and i know it's a controversial movie i know a lot of people don't like that movie or the force projection so on and so forth but the message is it's important to be there for people and i think a lot of that is i, I think it was easy for me to just go well i got my own stuff i'm trying to deal with and it's true i was trying to work through some stuff but it was also the fear of not feeling like i could help and it doesn't take away from the validity of you trying to still help in your position but the actual you know right now whether or not you see them in person whether or not we've been isolated you've gotten used to the isolation and and for Luke it was very it seems like it was very easily easy to be isolated for a long time but I think now, whether or not you see them in person, that's based on your own thing. People need you to step out of the gate and show that you're there. Because while you are not Luke Skywalker to a galaxy, you are Luke Skywalker to other people. You are their um, sense of happiness, their sense of comfort, the sense of someone they get to talk to and I'll, I'll be honest you know when you sent me a text or a Facebook message the other day saying hey when can we hang out that made me very happy to the point like my schedule was busy so I was like ah, I don't know when but like you know I even said like hey we can do this Friday um, because <laughs> it, it not that I'm like I have plenty of people in my life that I can hang out with um, I got a friend that's coming over tomorrow and we're going to have a great time smoking some chuck roast, building D&D characters, stuff like that. I do. But you're still Sam. 
you're Sam Barnes and you're Sam to a lot of other people. You're their, you're their Sam. You're their buddy. You're their brother. You're their son. And they, they want you to be in their life. And we've had this world where it's been very awkward to reach out and say, Hey, like it's weird to like, how can I be there while not being there? And it's an adjustment, but when you reached out and said, Hey man, when can we hang out? It, it meant a lot to me because it meant that you were thinking about our friendship, our relationship. Hey, when can we invest more time in this and get back to what makes us friends, which arguably is every time, you know, I, I get very nostalgic and I always think about our times together and, you know, we've went through some roller coaster rides of like <laughs> highs and lows but man all you think about at the end of the day was how funny the lows were and how great the highs were and that's what i think about with your friend with your friendship whether it is just going to jeff and katie's house having this thanksgiving meal but then you came back and we took pictures all night i mean like all we did was just stage pops and lightsabers and we listened to star wars disco what was the magic of that? What did it do for me? I have a buddy in my life that I can talk about Star Wars with, fandom with, and it's we're 60 minutes into a podcast we didn't plan talking about life and why Star Wars applies. And we've always done this, and that is what you are to me. And that's when you reached out because I, I, I mean, not that you were being negligent at all, but I had tried to reach out with you. Everybody was in a different state and I understood that completely. Um, and, but I have very much been like, Hey, you know, whenever you want to hang out. But when you reached out to me, it meant a lot to me. It meant that you were thinking about me. It, It meant that you valued that friendship. And there are other people in your life that need that value and when you look from a Star Wars sense in The Last Jedi the galaxy needed uh, Luke Skywalker for that one moment to step out against a front line of enemies You, you can put each enemy in your life whether it comes social discussions like each TIE fighter is a different social or a different thing in life social discussions political discussions discussions needing friends to be there for your mental health um having fun unwinding escaping reality through friendship they need you to step out in the front lines in front of all this and say hey i'm fucking here man and i think that's the power that each and every one of our listeners have on somebody's life I think that's the power that you have on your life. And it takes time to work yourself out of your bubble and your funk. Because even with me, while it's different, I wasn't nurturing relationships being bitter. I wasn't helping anybody. I mean, like, maybe. It's not like I was 100% bitter all the time in this weird, like, crazy negative funk. But there were drawbacks to that. And people need you. They need Sam Barnes. You are their Luke Skywalker. You are their moral compass, and they need you in their life. Well, I'm gonna have to start remedying that. I um, I will have to um, 
take care of another very important person in my life. I know my my wife and I are going to be heading to the the fabulous Black Horizon Brewery if you're ever in Illinois. Um, Illinois. The Chicagoland area. Um, shoot, Zach, we need to take you back to Black Horizon. Have I Dude, told you about... I they, want to go. They have, and I'm going to have one tonight, and that's another reason I, I, I got to start wrapping this up because I've got a wife who's probably hungry and ready for some... They She's ready to murder some younglings. Maybe. Um, <laughs> or yinglings. Yinglings. Uh, no, they make these beer slushies that are incredible. They're incredible. I've never had, like, they're like these. They basically, it's like half beer, and then they add in, like, the one is, like, Dune Shaper. It's this blueberry beer. And then they add, like, extra berries to it. Whew. It's it's sinfully good. But, guys, um, we're going to try and make Sith Talk episodes <laughs> more often than we do. But, God, it's such a fucking pleasure to make them with you, Zach. So, um, you, you know where to find us. Um, you're listening to us right now. Uh, if if you are so inclined to, well, if, look, if you pick one uh, race to watch of uh, the Sith Talk trucks, uh, make it the last one we just did. Go to Cla- uh, Captain TV on YouTube and watch the uh, LMC Gear Dirt Derby. We have a uh, Sith Talk takes the win. Go William Calhoun. I get a seventh place finish, my best of the year. Hell um, yeah. Go follow Great Lake Sim Racing on Instagram. I help run that. And, uh, yeah, go cheer go cheer on Sammy B and the old uh, Sith Talk 22. Zach, um, where can they find you? As always, you can find me at Sith Talker 25, talking all things working out, smoking meats now, um, comic books, Star Wars, heavy metal. That's generally what my page is um, kind of flooded with. If you want to check out more pages, we have our Clashing Sabers page um, to um, check out more of what we're doing, every shows that come out, stuff like that. If you want to check out Sith Talkers alone, I mean, we have our Sith Talk Instagram page. Primarily with Clashing Sabers, we have our Instagram page and we have our Facebook group. If you want to talk more about Star Wars or maybe you listen to this episode and you got something or any other Clashing Sabers episode, you got something that you want to say based on the episodes you listen to or just something that you're thinking about Star Wars, join that that Clashing Sabers Facebook group. We have a very dedicated group that a lot of people just post stuff in to talk about Star Wars and they really do have some intriguing topics so if you have stuff that you want to talk about join the clashing sabers facebook group that is me sam all right well we we promised we're gonna have a little more we literally opened this episode we talked or like before we started recording we said there are these news topics we're gonna finally we're gonna talk about the bad batch and then this wonderful episode I promise we're going to tell you a bit about Bad Batch. I promise we're going to talk about some news topics. I had this really fun conversation about lightsabers I've been really wanting to do, but um, God, this was a pleasure. God, this was good, so I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, we're going to be making more great Sith Talk content for you guys, and we're so appreciative that you get to listen. So may the Force be with you. Always. Hey, looks like you're done talking Sith. Who? Oh, Scion, the bartender. 
Yeah, he's gone down a couple levels. You're gonna venture down there? Well, there's a few things you should know before you go. Sith Talk, all the Clashing Sabers Network, they ain't associated with Disney, Lucasfilm, or any of their subsidiaries. All these licensed sounds and whatnot all belong to whoever the hell they belong to. We just use them here for entertainment and educational purposes. Look, if you're unsure about something or have questions about what's what, email us at clashingsabersnetwork at gmail.com. And hey, on your way out, make sure you leave us a rating and review. Word of mouth is how people find out about this place. Now, get out of the way, I got paying customers to get you. Jedi business, go back to your drinks. <laughs>